Hello and welcome to episode 23, 23, 23, <laughs> 53 <laughs> of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Oh, I, haven't even, start. I, haven't, I haven't even put that in the document to mess it second, up. Second year of the podcast, starting strong. Thank you very much for all your kind words on the anniversary yes. episode. It was nice to meet uh, Punky Horrors in the flesh. Um, oh, people are not going to know that. I have, I've just realised that uh, I have got your mic thread underneath my microphone currently. Oh, right. Fair enough. Because I went to go, because my thread was on my tripod today. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'll put my thread. And then I looked, I was like, it's got a thread in it. <laughs> this ain't mine. Which means it's, com- it's it's the thread off one of your mic stands. Fair enough. Which is uh, mine now. No, I just remind me to give it you when I actually <laughs> yeah. eventually see you again. But yes. Yeah. It's been a it's been a week, of course. I think I think the stars must have aligned to give us that Plymouth result when they yeah. did for the yeah. anniversary episode, so we didn't have to be miserable. And then as soon as that happened, can go back to. I've miserable. got hiccups straight away. <laughs> straight away, great start. <laughs> Normal service resumes. Yeah, and uh, it's been it's been a week of Wednesday. But for, before we want get to know, typical Wednesday at the shirt says. Indeed, but uh, tell me tell me how your week's been before we get into all of that, Jake. I've been having to do plumbing this week. <laughs> so when Dexter I had a piece of plumbing turned up so I could fix my bath and then we found out that bit fixed the problem, then we had to replace the entire drain system on the bath. Oh yeah. So we yeah, did that, got it all sorted, and then my little one turned around and said, Daddy, you've got white hairs on your head. You're old and walked off. It's like, cheers, darling, love you too. <laughs> But it's been it's been it's been a good week actually. They've been getting a lot done. Um, your little try... girl, your little girl is a big character. Like oh, me, she isn't she? I was like, she is a character. Like, and I found it funny that you because the you were doing the bathroom out and you had to tell her not to lock herself into the bathroom. Yeah, which is quite funny because I believe there's a story there as well. So yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's a plumbing. You're such an yeah. adult, Jake. And this morning I fixed the draft, the draft excluder. Now, fan extractor in the bathroom as well. Extractor uh, like fan, even. That's the one. That's the one. That's the fella. And I fixed that this morning at 7.30, so I'm feeling quite proud of myself and getting things done. What about you? How's your week been? It was, uh, it was nice to have Sunday, because last week I'd, I worked seven days, yes, didn't I? Because we did, did the... Uh, but it was it was nice to have a Sunday to chill. Everybody seems to be getting COVID again around me, um, oh, no. so I'm just trying to dodge it this time and see what happens. But when um, do you turn into the man in the bubble? I can't really with my line of work, unfortunately. So uh, just riding it out and hoping I don't get it again. But it, it yeah. does feel like a ticking time bomb before that that happens. We are all part of the herd now. It's the feeling of the vibe. Yep. For nobody's caught on yet of what the crack is, but uh, yeah, I uh, we had a bit of a, a Sunday off. I uh, I made an impulse purchase. Oh, what did you buy? I bought Rage Two Collector's Edition for some weird reason. So you know, that when is coll- strange. You know when collector's editions come out? Yes. Well, this one didn't do very well, but I was like, game had it really, really cheap. And it was, they had it cheaper than it was selling for anywhere. And it was sealed. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to buy that. It's huge. It's over there. I'm not getting it. But it's about this big. It's Jesus. quite big. And like, it's got a talking face in it. <laughs> and 
I'll be honest, I played Rage 2 on Game Pass for a while, and I love yeah. the first Rage. I love it. But yeah. like the second one, I couldn't really get into it, but I'll try again. But I just thought, I walked out, and I was like, so far, I have no idea why I just bought that. <laughs> but I think it's because I'm used to collector's editions being so expensive. Yeah. The fact this was under 20 quid, I was like... Oh, bloody hell, that's a deal. Yeah. Not. Brand, Brand, I was like, it was one of those like, well, uh, yeah, I guess I... To be obviously fair, I'm, buy I'm umming and ahhing about getting uh, WWE 2K's collector's edition because it comes with a Rey Mysterio mask. And I think that could be quite cool just to put on on the podcast and never wear it again. No. <laughs> I'm not but, having that on my podcast. You would look like you belonged on some sort of register, sir. Well, you're not no, wearing I, a wrestling mask on I the like podcast. I like wrestling. Leave me alone. I have done yeah. for years. Well, that's hey, it. It's that, some insight fair, into that, that is life. how me and my missus met. By a wrestling. Excuse me? <laughs> not in that sense. Mud wrestling? <laughs> Uh, any others? No? no, no, no. We were big. We were both big fans of the Hardy Boys back in oh, the day. Oh, fans so. of wrestling! You yes. didn't meet via a wrestle, locked eyes, and went. He's the one. She's the one. That, would be <laughs> that funny. wasn't a moment. It's just like covered head to toe in mud. I don't know where this is going. Um, no, I don't. Welcome we'll back. Do housekeeping. Yeah, let's do housekeeping. <laughs> we, even on our uh, year. Even on our year, we've had no new reviews. Oh. oh, we have had some on Spotify, though. Some people have been Ooh, going through and five-starring, so thank you for that. Please keep doing that, because you can't really leave text reviews, but five stars. Yeah. Every, once you've listened to an episode, you can give it five stars. That would be cracking if you do. The fact that Spotify finally caught on Don and gone, oh, we actually have to do this now? Mm -hmm. Helpful. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. There is an ominous blue flicker in my camera and it's annoying me and hopefully Ooh. that's not picking up too much on the podcast but if it is i apologize for giving anybody seizures um but, but i ain't watching this one no oh, i was in a car park yesterday jake and i thought of you because the light was flickering and i was like jake would <laughs> jake would be screwed down here yeah. like because it was really bad it was because it was quite a, a a dimly lit car park yeah. but because the light was going it was like full-on I was like, we, yeah, we you'd, want, be, we actually you'd be breakdancing if you were in there. We once had it like similar to that at a McDonald's and I was going in and out of seizures, going in and out of seizures. <laughs> so I said, so, is there any chance you can just turn that light off or get someone to fix it or we've got to leave? And yeah. I was like, why? What's happening? She just went, look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, is he epileptic? No, he's just having a lovely little dance. <laughs> Well, you're so normal for you that you wouldn't have said anything up until that point. No. And then, of course, turn it off if there's an epileptic in, for Christ's sake. Right, should we talk about Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, yeah, uh, socials, all of that. Go at, yeah. talk, at Talking Weird. We post a bit more on there. At Dexterity Box, at PunchF41. If you're on Twitter, there's also at uh, Dexterity Box on Instagram. There's all that sort of stuff. Go follow us all over there. Um, memberships available, as always. And the Discord is there. If you want the Discord link, DM me on one of those platforms or send us an email at talkingwednesdaypodcast at gmail.com. Let's talk about Wednesday. Actually, no. No, let's not. Let's do a random topic that came into us this week. And this random topic that was sent in via email, I think. It, usually, if they're left in the document like this, it means they came via email. So, right. would you rather speak like Yoda or breathe like Dark, Darth Vader? I'd rather Yoda. I mean, I already kind of breathe like Darth Vader because I'm a wheezing asthmatic. So. <laughs> yeah, true. Can you, do a, can you do a Yoda, Jake? Are we going to get that cringe on the podcast? Mm, 
Not without properly embarrassing myself and it going Irish. Well, the original Yoda's Miss Piggy, isn't it? And it's like, yes. <laughs> oh, tasty one you are. It's like, what? Well, tasty one you are? I don't know. Tasty one? Did you just know. take the in-between as feisty one reference and do that to it? Yeah. My soul actually hurts. Well, because it's the... Because it was Henson, they did. Yeah, I didn't realize for ages that that is just Miss Piggy. Ooh, yeah. You know the 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 voice that goes around it. But yeah, I would uh, go and do your best Darth Vader then. No, <laughs> I'm not a performing monkey, sir. Not what your bio the... says. <laughs> it says you're a musician. So definitely <laughs> you are. <laughs> I don't think. Does my bio say I'm a musician? I don't think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think it's like I pretend to be other people, play the odd instrument and enjoy watching SWFC. I need to change that bit because I don't enjoy watching SWFC. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. yeah bring you pain and misery. Yeah, pretty much. And we will talk about the pain and misery now because Wednesday <laughs> went to Oxford. Oh, Jake, just talk us through it for Christ's sake. Get it over with. So started out really well. Go one nil up to Barry Bannon goal, and he's scoring more goals, which is something I said he needed to do for a while. We absolutely battered him for the first half, pretty much, but then we let him back in. Typical Wednesday, Croc comes in, it's a goal. Just you don't even have to say if it's a header or if he's volleyed it or something. A Croc goes into our box, you can guarantee it's going to be a goal because we just don't defend. You go in at half time one one, thinking right. Should have done better than that because we should have been three or four up. Again, it's another one of those cases of not taking our chances. And it's getting really annoying now that we can't bury the when we're on top of games and trying to get things going. Second half comes in, they change it, the other five-man midfield. We struggle against the five-man midfield. Granted, when Plymouth did it, we were okay. It was a little bit of different. It was an untrained team as well, which was nice to see. I think it's the first time I've seen Darren Moore not muck about with the team. Yeah. They get they get really properly into the game. They look a little bit, it looks like they've had the hairdryer treatment by the by their gaffer. Windak comes on, nearly has an opening goal from the off. It would have been like the, a very quick substitution goal. But he does come up and be the difference maker. Great one-two with Gregory. Puts it home. Celebrates as well, which some fans were having a go at him about. Does an actual celebration. But then it lasted all of two minutes because they went and scored. And it was just poor defending for their second goal as well because... Yeah, the defensive organisation is just... To be, to be fair... Peacock foul, unlucky, but why are you not saving that with your hands instead of your legs? You go try and it, get your it body does, in front of it. It doesn't need to fully get to him, though, does it? That's the now, point. Like, we need to defend better before it gets to him because he's a good keeper, but he has to deal with some crap, you know? Well, the first, the first bit is, the first bit as it leads up to it is one of our defenders just jumping up for a header. He literally jumps up, heads it, and not heads it far, far enough. Mm. And, of course... We've all seen the bench, Sam Winnell's on it. And we all know what's going on when he comes on in the 74th minute. Like, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. 84th oh, minute. Sammy Winnell. 84th minute. Again, we're back to not being able to hold leads in the last 10 minutes of games, which is annoying. But 84th minute, zero defending. No one picks him up. And everyone knows he likes a header and wins it like that. We do try and get into the game. Yeah, but where did it come from? 
A corner. Again. Yeah. What have we been saying all season? This we is our 11th goal conceded by a corner this season. We can't defend set pieces. No. We, you know. We're too small as in terms of defenders, I think. I think you have a season fit with Iortha and Dunkley. You have that sorted. Kind Their of injuries, and I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm overstating this either, is have cost us, if we don't get into the playoffs and don't go up. I think it's 15 points we've lost recently as well or something like that. Not having a steady defence with our best defenders, because obviously they're, they're taking a wage. You yeah. can't really bring in players of that quality while you've got them doing that. And we need them, but them not being fit is costing us. Yeah, it is. It's... And I'm not. I'm not saying that's. It's not that. Obviously, you can't really blame a player for getting injured. But if you look at it, the it manager's going to take a lot of stick for this. But if he had all his players available, exactly, would it be the same? I don't think it would. I think that. I think you've got to have experience at the back in de, in a defensive position for that organization. And I know we've got Hutch that does the defensive duties and things like that. But you get I offer and Dunkley in that back line. We don't have these issues. Look at look at the start of the season when we had our eye off and we were looking really good and people said we might have a chance there because we were playing some good football. He's good on the ball as well. He's, he, there's no panic there, you know. No. You've got and Dunkley it, coming in and just doing the doing the, the grunt work and doing the great interception work and winning it. Then you pass it along. You know, if we're going to play out from the back, you, you Dunkley and I offer a brilliant pair because yeah. Dunkley comes in and does all the breakup work, does all of that. Then you give it to I offer. He can just pass it off and I offer can get the ball moving and get it going. We are really missing that because we play out from the back now, you know, and if you don't want to always go to your fullbacks, you can go to one of your centre-backs yeah. in someone like I offer and use that, but we've not been able to utilise that. And I saw a lot of people like complaining that the new lad that come in, why was he on the bench? I get why he's on the bench. He just come in. It's no, a- no, no, that, that is a sign of our fan base being a little bit hypocritical surprise, yeah. surprising that, that element because they were saying... Can you imagine the stick he got if we'd have lost and he'd, he'd not named an unnamed, uh, an unchanged team? Oh, yeah, if completely. It, We've just beat Plymouth 4-2. Why are you not... You know, it, play- why are you changing it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he, that is a, that that argument I'm kind of like, hmm. You don't yeah. throw him straight in. Because you'd be calling him in if we'd have lost and you'd thrown Story straight in. He's an idiot for throwing him straight in. You know? It's, it's such... It's... The time... And the thing is, what gets me, people... Went off the deep end again, as they normally do with the game. But yeah. if you actually watch the football, it was actually very good football by Wednesday. It's just this defensive frailty we got, where we can't defend crosses into the box. We just panic. The stats even lean towards Oxford in the end, though. And I know it's not a stats-based game, but I know people do also enjoy to look mm. at the stats. Um, the stats ended up 17 to 18 shots. So we had 18, they had 17. But only five of ours are on target as opposed to their eight. They actually ended up winning the battle of possession in the end, 51-49%. Um, made more passes. They made five more passes than us. They made two more fouls than us. But they only got one yellow yellow card. We got two. Um, yep. They had three offsides. We had two. And they had eight corners to our four. So if you look you at You know stats, what the annoying thing is as well? Jack Hunt keeps getting the crosses in and nobody getting on the end of it. Let's talk about Jack Hunt because there was a build-up and Carl Robinson at the end of the game, Sheffield Wednesday should have had a clear pen and yeah. that did involve Hunt, if I remember right. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was on Hunt. So what it, are your thoughts? It's a, it is a clear penalty, but we don't get that rub of the green. We haven't had that rub of the green all season, so I don't expect it to change now. Yeah. Kind of thing. But 
the fact that a manager come out and said that it was a clear penalty told you a little bit about how he, he likes Wenty though, doesn't he? Well, he family well. got he got Wenty fans in his family as well. Yeah, because he was saying in the pre-match build-up that he had some family members asking if he could ask they could have some tickets for the away end. Yeah. Well, away end. I mean, corner of the stadium because they don't have two away. I, d- ends I don't think next. Oxford was as negative as they were last time. No, um, it wasn't because it was bad last time. It was bad, but they didn't really have a choice when we scored so early on. To be fair, I did see some of their fans uh, having a go at all for time wasting, which I found that is ridiculous. <laughs> That is ridiculous. They were time wasted from the twenty second minute last match or whatever it was that early. Um, but no, I, I I rated Oxford for a while. They are yeah. a very much. They are one of your. They're, they're still up there. Yeah, they're they're one of your. What you'd imagine a League One side to play like a good yeah. old fashioned League One side. They've got that about them, you know. And I respect I respect that, and I quite like that in a way. And I'm not. Don't mean that to any detriment. And I mean, as in like you need they... those teams in League One because they they are where the football came from. Yeah. And if you look at where they were at the end of last season, getting into the playoff position again, they're yeah. just doing the same business again. And they just, and the other thing, a lot of people don't give him that much credit, but Carl Robinson knows this league. He's very good manager for this level. Yeah. And he knows how to set a team up. I wouldn't have minded him, to be honest. He would have done a job. He would have done yeah. quite well at us, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, um. I, for me, next game, you've got to have Windath and Gregory starting. Yeah, that's that's that's. There's no debate. There's no debate. Windass is already on four goals already. Windass and Greg. Can you imagine if Windass had been fit all season and starting for us? Well, can you imagine a fit Windass and a fit Iorfa and Duncan? I'm just. I'm tired, mate, of saying. Can you imagine if our players had been fit? Because when are our players ever bloody fit? Uh, never. What have we been saying for? Obviously, we've not been doing this podcast for that long, but I know I've been saying it for the last I've been couple of seasons. Couple of seasons as well. They're never fit. Does Our it, best, it, we always go. It'd have been a different season if this player were fit. Yeah, it'd but you ever different... noticed when we get a new manager in? Mm. It's always I've never known an injury crisis team like this. Every yeah. time, Carlos Monk, everyone has said there's something not right with the thing, and it needs to get sorted. I I don't know how you fix it apart from train somewhere different. See, that's the issue. Yeah, well, it's not just that, though. We pick up injuries in games, and they seem yeah. to be... The, the, re, the rehab all doesn't ham, seem to they're be... They're all hamstring injuries at the minute mm. as well. Because Adenaran's out for a while now. Yeah, uh, he's, he's quite a big one, hasn't he? It's come out in the in the wash yeah. that he's going to be out for a while. Um, I'm you not... Got, you, it's a big retaliation from Wednesday here, where we go next, because, you know... We've got it. We've got to. We've got to bounce back again. We we managed to dig that one up, but we've got Ipswich coming up, and that's and they're flying. Yeah, their uh, team has finally started to gel, so that's going to be a big telltale sign of whether we can. We did it against Plymouth, you know. And we annoyingly, sh- game went for us in the mm. league. The yeah, weekend. we we bottled it, didn't we? Really? Yeah, and we'll talk about that because we'll go League One review. So. Yeah, talking about games going forward, Lincoln City beat Plymouth. Plymouth were at home. They beat Lincoln beat them 2-1. Bolton beat Shrewsbury 1-0. Rotherham beat Cheltenham 1-0. So Rotherham still... I reckon Rotherham are going up, to be honest. Yeah. They're doing all right. Uh, Morgan beat Wickham 3-2. That was Cold a good Doctor one for us as again. well. again. Cambridge beat Crew 1-0. Doncaster. Doncaster beat MK Dons. Yeah. Uh, Wigan beat Gillingham 3-2. 
Charlton beat Fleetwood 2-0. Burton and AFC Wimbledon drew one all. Sunderland beat Portsmouth 1-0. Not great for us, that one, to be fair. But then again, Portsmouth... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you, if you look at the table, it's a mini-league between Burton and, like, Otford and MK, Don, MK now in terms of what happened next. And rounding it off there, Ipswich beat uh, Accrington Stanley 2-1. It's... <sighs> That being I, said, I, that Ipswich game, the Ipswich player should have had a straight red because he gave him a right hook. If you haven't seen it, one of the Ipswich players just literally lamps in one and the referee didn't see it. No, I'd, I'd not seen that. The, the one thing that's worrying me is I hate playoffs. I love them and I hate them because it feels like when you get so close, it feels like you've wasted a season if you don't go yeah. up through them. And we are, I wanted us in the playoffs fighting for automatics at the minute, we're, we're six points from the playoffs. Yeah, Oxford are in sixth. Yes, we've got a game in hand on Oxford, but so have Plymouth, and Pl- Plymouth are three points ahead of us. It's We're on 40 points, so Wednesday are in eighth on 40 points. We, we, we like. I wouldn't be surprised if we finished eighth. We seem to love yeah. eighth this season. The 60 points left to play for. Mm-hmm. I can see getting 40. My yeah. big worry is the drop-off if we don't get promoted this season. We've all seen it. If you do, mm. Wednesday don't fire themselves straight back up. And if we don't this time, I can't be arsed with losing the players and having to do a rebuild, rebuild in this league. That's not what you want. You want to shift the dead weight and go back up and then have a rebuild in yep. the championship and sort it out that way because... The only um, difference is if we do a rebuild next season, it can be a proper rebuild because we can spend money again. Can we? Yes. Yes, we can spend money. It was only for a season. Yeah, but it depends who buys us. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Going off what we were going last season, I don't think there's a a high chance Chancery ain't here next season. So that means it's going to be a rebuilding League One again a la Ipswich and hope it all gels. Yeah. But you've got to worry when 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 somebody takes over a club, you never know if they're buying it for a business asset and they're going to mm. try and get it to make money or they're actually... Because the one thing I will say about Chancery is he wanted to do it as a bit of a passion project and put money into it. He did it the wrong way, but he wanted to do it that way. Now, if somebody takes us over who's all about the business and getting balance in the books, that's you're not going to be You're one for a while. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to... You've got you to still shed it. Let's actually... Um, before we go into the news, let's actually look at what that could look like. Let's have a look at the wages of Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. Yep. So this is a this is from there's a site that so take these with a pinch of socks. It's from Salary Sport, you know. It it takes but it looks from what we've heard what Banning's contract is and stuff. This sound, this these look pretty on the money in mm. terms of wages. So apparently Wednesday's highest earner is Bailey Peacock Farrell on 28 grand, but we won't be paying all of that. No. I reckon we'll be paying about... We're probably paying about a good 50, 60 of that, but I don't think we're paying all of that. Barry Bannon is the next top earner, uh, £21,000 a week, making a yearly salary of just over a million. There. Wait, it makes sense with what we've heard. Yeah. And that's... To be honest, for Barry Bannon, that's... A million a year is... I know it's a lot in this league. It makes him one of the highest paid players in this league. But... I can see it's what Aidan McGeady was on last season, apparently, yeah. or a season before. But I think Aidan McGeady's taken a contract cut and Aidan McGeady's on like 13 now. Callum Patterson on 12. Josh Windass on 12. Josh Windass and Callum Patterson on the same wage. 
It's a bit weird, that. Uh, Liam Palmer on 10. Uh, Massimo Luongo on 10. Dominic Iorfa on 9.4, apparently. That's weird. But then again, playing for us. He's not... He had a new contract, didn't he? He did. That might have changed, because I don't know if that... That, that might have gone... Up. Then again, they probably there's probably clauses in there, isn't they? Well, uh, what is that? Iorfa 26, 27? Hmm. I offer is 26. Yeah. Shay Dunkley, 8.4. Berahino, 7.6. We're giving him nearly 400k a year to score how many goals? Sam Hutchinson, uh, 5.6. Nearly 300k a year. Fizz, I'm not sure I buy this one. Fizz, 5.3. I don't believe that one. I don't no. believe that one because I'd heard something different to that earlier yes. on. George Byers, 5.2. Joe Wildsmith, 5.1, which makes sense because that's his championship contract. Uh, Jack Hunt, 5.1. Lewis Gibson, 5 grand, but I don't think we were paying any of Gibson's wage, nope. to be honest. Uh, Lewis Wing, 5 grand. What I don't Le- get about the Gibson thing, why has he not been sent back? Because I keep hearing that he might be coming back. I'd, well, to be honest, if he's coming back, he's coming back. We need centre back, so we'll mm. see what happens. Lee Gregory five grand, Marvin Johnson four point nine, Shadipo four point eight. We're probably paying quite a high percentage of his wage, even though he's alone yep. as well. Adonirim four point four. I could see that, but I'm not hundred percent on that one. Silla so three point six, Camberi three point three, Jaden Brown two point one. Luke Jackson, £840. Kieran Brennan, uh, this will not be that, accurate that anymore. That won't be accurate because it'll he was on it. He was apparently on 830 a week. Still, That's still forty-three grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, love you, I love how you go, oh, it's only this like. It's still 43 grand a year, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, for a, for a 21-year-old, 43 grand a year. But not yeah, bad, it'll be on it? more than that now. Addy Owen, 800, 41 grand a year, by the way. Render, 760, that's 40 grand a year. Josh Duodu, same price. Theo Corbin, who doesn't play for us, was apparently on 600 pounds. I don't buy that one. That could be a little bit more. Uh, Alex Bonnington's the last one on this list for 550. And of course, we don't know what Langs is. The reason I wanted to bring this up as well is because we talk about uh, wages. People are always saying we're the highest paid club. We're, We're on 194 a week currently mm. in, in wages. That's quite a lot. Sunderland, who are the, one of the other big clubs in this league, big clubs, you know, um, they play 115k a, a week. This was a lot more, but they cut quite a lot of it this year. Their highest paid players, Aidan McGeady on 13k, but then the rest of their players are eight and a half and below, and that's Pritchard on eight and a half. Um, does Pritchard still play for them? I think he does. These have got wiggle room of transfers recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've brought down their wages. You could see, the, the reason I'm saying it is because you could see Wednesday doing the same thing. Ipswich Town, however, are paying quite a lot of money in this league. They've got, um, they, they actually are paying 180 grand a week, apparently. Ipswich. Ipswich. 
and they don't uh, they haven't got the you know the financial leniency that a club that have got recently relegated have you know so but they also got taken over just as the season started you see there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, confusion around this one though because it says they've got Selena haven't they yeah. who's on 21 grand a week but he's alone from city so there's I don't know if he still plays for city but he is alone I don't think they'll be paying much of that and the rest of their players are on 10 So there is a bit of inflation with that lone player there. But then again, there is for Bailey Peacock Farrell with us, who's yeah. allegedly on 28. So I'd like we, to see when the utilising this partnership we made with Manchester United over like the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Where we've had some players. It'd be nice to see if it worked. Um, Pritchard is still at Sunderland. He joined in 2021. Yeah, it was he was at Huddersfield. He moved to Sunderland, yeah. or was he? At, yeah, no, uh, he was at Huddersfield like, and moved to Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah, that was that was where I was getting the confusion from there. So there the is problem, all that. Go on. The problem you have got is: Do you see the likes of Barry Bannon staying for another season in League One? No. If we don't get out, no. But we won't get what we know he valued for either, because. What we think he valued for is how important he is. When did he sign to? 2023? Two yeah, two-year contract. I well, then, yeah, I could see him seeing his contract out. Mm. I could, because I don't know if he'll want to carry on playing after this. It depends what he feels like, doesn't he? Yeah. To be fair, he, he took a big risk in terms of signing that contract because we looked like we were done and dusted, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's. I don't. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about what those wages would be effective. He's pushing uh, close to three hundred appearances as well. Yeah, it would be. Or I'd like to see Bannon do that, but it's. I, I'm. I'm trying not to think too much about the, the the situation we'll end up in next season. But it's getting worrying with Wednesday's current form. Yeah. Do you think? What do you guys think? Do you think we're? Uh, we need to shed more office wage bill. Do we need to to have a rebuild? Do you think we've got got a plan? Is there a plan there, or is the takeover the plan and then see what happens and leave it till the next guy? It's uh, not the greatest at the minute, is it? No. Wonderful. I guess the positive was uh, Massimo Luongo. The other, yep. he, he's he's showing his engine once again. Again in he, team team of the week. Exactly. So he's made team of the week again this week. And uh, he's he could I wouldn't be. But well, then again, he's a, he's another one where we can say if we were fit for the start of the season. But he's I wouldn't be surprised credit. to see him going on deadline day either. Mm. If he's fit now and he starts making a couple of appearances, I could see someone coming in for him in in championship. Yeah, because he don't want to play at this level. He's said it in interview. He said he said it that he he thinks he's better than this, which. He is, let's be honest. He, he is, is but, but also like, so is the club and the club are bigger than you, mate. So make sure you come up with the club. But also yeah. your, your injury record will put people off. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. That's the problem with players like God, this. we're never going to get ex-players on this podcast when I get so annoyed with them thinking they're bigger than the club, don't I? <laughs> but then again, that's just who I am. Right. Um, we talked about Alex Hunt getting get a new deal and allegedly going off to Alden. This did happen. We recorded the podcast the day early for the anniversary last week. So he has gone to Oldham yep. to play in a bit of a relegation scrap. So it talks it down there. It is. We've. 
a lot of people are actually questioning why we sent him to Oldham when you see what date there is and what they're. Well, we are talk like. about him maturing. Jesus Christ! Like he's gonna, he's he'll, gonna he'll massively mature out of that one. He um, he was talking to the Oldham website and he said, "quote." I had a talk with the coaches here and they have a lot of belief in my ability. So I feel like I'm going to fit in well. I'm a player that likes to create opportunities. So I'll constantly be looking to get on the ball and help the team play the best football possible. Saying all the right things for Oldham there. I hope he goes on and... Uh, Sheridan back in charge of well at Oldham for the sixth time of that game. He is. He's uh, he's answered their call, hasn't he, really? he's He's gone to basically apparently the, the way it's been reported is he's gone to answer their call for help Kieran Brennan has extended his owls contract Kieran Brennan Wednesday doing some good bit of business here yeah. and securing their younger players on longer deals he told swfc.co.uk quote I'm really happy I've broken through this season I want to progress my career with Wednesday the gaffer has told me how well he thinks I have done and he wants me to stay I, I feel like I'm really developing playing under him and obviously I want that development to continue. I've always had a good reception from the fans when I've been playing. I've received some really nice messages and it was always in my mind to stay with Wednesday. It's home for me. This is the dream place to be so hopefully I can cement myself in the team and have a long career with Wednesday. Someone told me, bless him, he still does his shopping for his nan. Aww. He still there goes are... and does the shopping for it. And it's This is... Wednesday learning from what happened last season. The rumour is, though, now we're looking to send him out on loan. That that only happens if we get another defender in. Yeah. Because we have you know, like us. the You know, like the one we missed out on that went to Sunday. Danny Bath. Danny Bath, yeah. Yeah. More, that was more. annoying because it was a free transfer as well. Yeah, apparently it wasn't even money. It was an extra year yeah. that swayed him over there. It was so funny that I said we're going to bring Danny Bath back next. Yeah, but did you, did you see? Did you see all the Wendy players on his Instagram account with like the sad eye emoji crying? Like I think they all thought it was a done deal. Yeah, I think I think we all we all thought it did look like he was coming here, didn't he? You know, and I didn't really. I didn't. I'm not. I'm not too fussed. Am I? Am I wrong not being too fussed? Yes and no. It's that whole thing. Yes, a 31-year-old player gone to Sunderland who need defenders. But then you look at his stats, how he did at the weekend. That would have been the difference between us winning and losing. Yeah. I'm probably being like, we didn't get him, so whatever. But You're like, just doing the typical, oh, we didn't get him, not our problem, sod him. Well, yeah, that and... Uh, Sunderland were also in for Aiden Flint, right? I'd prefer Aidan Flint. Mm. Did you see what he did on the, the back end of Cardiff season after he'd gone back from us? Yep. Did you see it was quality. Start, did you see him at the start of this season? Not at this season, point, no. Start of this season, he's the leading goal scorer in the entire league. It's all right then, at isn't one it? point. <laughs> Let's talk about a player we have brought in. So Jordan yes. Story completes Owl's loan switch. This is from the Wednesday website. The Owls have signed Jordan Story from Championship side Preston North End. Story has posted 20 appearances for the Lily Whites this term and now heads over the Pennines to S6. The Yeovil product rose through the ranks with Exeter to make his senior debut in August 2016. Story was snapped up by Preston the same summer on a four-year contract and went on to scoop the club's player, Young Player of the Year award in his maiden campaign. Um, 
He told SWFC.co.uk, quote, I'm delighted to be here. This is a massive club with big ambitions to get back in the championship and I'm looking forward to getting going. I've spoken to the gaffer who's, who's told me the plans and how I'll fit in. We've had really good conversations and I'm roaming to go. I like his ideas, his enthusiasm and what he wants from me and the club what the club club can achieve in the coming months that sold it to me this is a really good challenge and i can if i can come here and make the difference that would be great let's do his fifa card before we talk yep. about him today i'm excited about this one it's a I player that's usable he's a silver we've got another silver in 68 rated centre-back silver, 75 pace, 68 defending, 49 dribbling, 27 shooting, 43 passing, 70 physical. Not too bad. Mm. And he's usable in an ultimate team with a Wednesday card as well because he's got an English link, so you can actually use yeah. him in there if you're a proper FIFA red. That, that shouldn't be too dreadful. But let's talk about him, him as a player here. What are your thoughts? It's a decent little signing. A lot of Preston fans have said you'll get someone who works hard. He's very good on the ball in the air, so he'll get it out, which is something we desperately need. Uh, <laughs> Fully enough, when we signed him, I got a message from a Forest fan going, oh, how we cry, baby, because this is the player who Lyle Taylor, a couple of weeks ago, had the whole argument on the is pitch. Is it now? Yes. So apparently Lyle Taylor said in an interview saying he went to the referee and went, he's standing on me. He's standing on me. I was like, what, what, what's your problem? He's standing on me, ref. And apparently Story turned around and said to me at the end, if we weren't on this pitch, I'd knock you out. Like, hmm, interesting. But Very he, interesting. It's, if that's his kind of attitude in that sense, as long as he doesn't win too much and he just gets on with it, I'm not bothered. Well, he's but, made he's made twenty appearances this season for Preston. Yeah, it's not like it, it's not like we're having to get someone back up and running again. He made thirty four him last, thirty one for him last season, twenty nine in the league. He scored a goal last season as well. Ten before, uh, ten the year before, and then twenty eight the year before that, thirty two total that year. But he he did um, good, yeah. decent little player. I personally. I think going for, as soon as we knew Baffle gone, going after Story, perfect. 24, he's a young player. Yes, it's a loan, but he's a young player. And you never know what happens in football. If he does well and he likes it, you, you might be able to thrash a deal out. He's six foot two as well. So he's got, we, you know, we were talking about needing that height. bit of height back in yeah. the, the defence. We have got the height back in the defence. Just so you are aware, Jake, you have frozen on my screen. I'm assuming you, yep, you're back in, so you can still hear me. That is the first time we've ever had a freeze ever wow. in That's 53 episodes that isn't too bad that's the first like podcast sort of like behind the scenes sort of you know when you've watched all these podcasts going can you hear me you're frozen on my screen every bloody podcast no, you've watched I, with. We, we just had it that i had a complete freeze on the actual main camera at the podcast yeah yeah we did couldn't do it right. about that that poor laptop yeah that was that was fun when that uh, laptop had to go in the freezer <laughs> yeah you you put a laptop in the freezer for some weird reason didn't you uh, it overheated <laughs> so you put it in the freezer I put it in the ziplock bag then in round a towel and oh, then put it in the that's so much better yeah yeah <laughs> just cooled it down a little bit because it was warm darling why is uh, why is there a macbook <laughs> next to the pizza she did ask that actually <laughs> <laughs> got it out and said well apples <laughs> 
Right, Sheffield Wednesday transfer yeah. link here. This is from uh, this is the headline from the Examiner. Quote: Sheffield Wednesday transfer window state of play as hours close in on Tyrese John Jules. Sheffield Wednesday look to be closing in on their second signing of the January transfer window. Um, this is from the the article. Quote: Arsenal youngster Tyrese John Jules with the Owls in advance talks with Premier League side over with the Premier League side over a loan move for the England under 21 international who is set to come into a side that was in need of attacking reinforcements bloody hell mate sort it out today what's going on with me following the departure of Corbin blah 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 that's not in the quote that's me paraphrasing obviously Yorkshire Live understands that Moore has spoken to several players in recent weeks and is cautiously cautiously optimistic that deals can be struck. Moore is in regular dialogue with his recruitment team, headed up by David Downs. Now, um, the story's continued a little bit. The Star of Britain reporting that this is going to happen in the next 48 hours. By the time this podcast goes out, this could... could yeah, this, this so, could already be done. I was speaking to a Blackpool fan who... he just come back from Blackpool, and this is what he said about him. Last game he played was at Nottingham Forest where because he couldn't be our chasing a ball that was his to win almost level the area. Uh, he basically goes on to say quite a lazy player. Right. And he was born in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> 2001. I can't compute that. Carry on. <laughs> so he said, he said he's quite a lazy player, but... I think the Darren Moore link up with him playing, well, he didn't play many at Donny, but he was under Darren Moore at Donny. And I think there's that where it seems like he'd like to work with Darren again and hopefully stay injury free because he didn't get much out of him. But it's, we do need a striker. We do need another striker just in case. But does this mean we're losing one of them going back out? Kind of thing, yeah. I, mean, I think he's, I think he's coming in and he's going to take Berahino's spot. Mm. Right. Let's look at looking at his stats here. Right. Obviously, plays for Arsenal, academy product. He, well, he started at Charlton um, for a bit, but he's he's ten he's ten years through the youth ranks at Arsenal. Yeah. So, and he's he still represents England under twenty ones now. So that's a quite a pedigree there. Um, he's made two appearances since 2021 for them. He has not made a sing- single senior appearance for Arsenal. He's not one of them that's had a chance yet. Yeah. In 2019-20, he went on loan to Lincoln in League One. Seven appearances, he scored one goal. Not a great return, but you can imagine there's probably not too many minutes yeah. there. The Donny move does make sense. It does make, the Darren Moore link is there because he played 18 times and he scored five goals. You know, um, yeah. he it says 21, but he there was some cup appearances there as well. Five in 18 is not amazing, but I can imagine some of those were substitute appearances there. If he can score in this level, that this was last season, by the way. Yeah, this was last season, and then he went to Blackpool and he's just returned from uh, Blackpool hasn't he so that's in the championship in fairness just because mm. he can't score in the championship in those 11 appearances in the championship mean doesn't mean we can't give it. if it's a loan I feel like we can give him a chance here you yeah. know and it's probably he, going to be a loan 
He's just 17th of January is when he's gone from. He's only just got so back. He's, then, he's coming. He? He's coming straight to us from there. He wants to play football. We'll read his FIFA card because we keep doing that. Uh, yep. 63 rated, <laughs> 63 rated bronze, 77 pace, 61 shooting, 51 passing, 63 dribbling, 21 defending, and 58 physical. Crap FIFA card. But that's not what it's about. It's a 20 year old. If you actually get yeah. him in Korea and you sign him permanently. Hiccup, fun, lovely, <laughs> lovely. This will be in a breakout as well, so that's great. Hello, casual watchers of the channel. Uh, I also hiccup. <laughs> he uh, he'll be all right for you to use there, but yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this because you talk about us like, oh, we don't need, we do need strikers because Gregory Windass, Berahino, John John Jules. I know we've got Canberry. I see Canberry more as a shadow striker. Yeah, right. um, and then we do so need, I, I we do need, we do need to yeah, we do. We do need to go, man. We have said Funnily that's... enough, we need to score goals to uh, win football matches. It's like uh, you're telling me the balls Michael. need to go in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The balls need to be going in frequently, Jake. Yes. Um, as you love to say. To be fair, I thought so of the last two games did quite well. Kind of, he, put, he put himself about... He wasn't the best at Oxford, but he, he was trying. It's, yeah, it's a... I don't necessarily see him as out and out striker, though. No. So bringing in John Jules, I think it could be a really clever bit of business, really, because he's not and done if, well at Blackpool. He wants to come and prove himself. He's worked with Darren Moore before. Well, what do the you key, think? Well, the key thing, he's worked with Darren Moore and the same team, because this is the same backroom staff, pretty much, that was at Donny at the time. So Guess what, that though? helps. You do realise when he was at Blackpool, your mate probably said this as well, they shunted him out left half the time. Yeah. Yeah, and he's an out-and-out striker. And we might do that, you never know. But if he's a striker and he's made 11 appearances and they weren't too impressed with him, play him as a striker. Now, Darren, if you want to do the joke, Darren Moore, probably play him as a centre-back. <laughs> uh, I knew that would come in. Uh, funny. Uh, but no, well, we you, do... if, you have, if you have Gregory's hold-up play with someone beside him who's got pace, it yeah. might work out quite well. Yeah, and we've got Windus as well, who we know has got pace, so yes. he can also play off Gregory. It's been a while, yeah, I mate. shouldn't have said it's anything. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. been a while, but yeah. Windus with pace. John Jules coming in with a little bit of pace. It, I, does, it does make me look at how many loans we've, we've got in, though. got no money to spend. We've got yeah. money, we can't spend it. We might never spend it under Chancery again if he's looking to sell. So... Yeah. We the might th- as well bring in players that we can is, actually bring there, in. There was a tweet on Twitter, of all places, you never know that, which I found quite interesting. And it basically was, you, you know what, with the squad that's been thrown together at the beginning of the season, we couldn't spend a, a, anything on any budget. The squad he pulled together under certainly very good for League One. Personally, I think we need a summer without restrictions. We, I've said this all along, Jake. I've said the fact that this was half a rebuild because Darren Moore couldn't spend any money. Yeah, it's he's not. You look at you know what annoys me, and I get it. Some people just hate him for hating him. Say they look at his record. They look at it, they they pull in his matches from last season when he was picking up players that didn't want to be here and got us yep. relegated. They look at his record under those. Who let's just say what was the record like under Poulis and that under those same players. Let's yep. just say all that. Also, the, he was only league, able to do the job for like two weeks. Yep. Because he got but, ill. Yeah, exactly. And then this season, 
You actually look at his record with Donny. His record with Donny is superb. Mm. Got them to playoffs and look at where they are now. But maybe we just like the sound of our own voice too much, Jake. Yeah, maybe we okay, uh, yeah. just, you know, maybe yeah. we just defend a man a little bit. I, I just, I I need to see more from him. Huh. But, I'm just... huh. but, but he is, I, I, I can't, you can't judge him and say he's, he's, yes, tactically you can say some things, but you can't say like he's had, He's had a fair crack of the whip with transfers and things like that because he's not. He's had no money to spend. Yeah. And the thing is, any manager know, would, and any manager that would come in would have no money to spend as well. That that the thing I've got when people keep saying, "Oh, we need to go. We need to bring in someone in." It's like, how do you make someone come to the club when you go, "Hi, this is what you're working with. That's it." Mm-hmm. We'll see. What I might you- change if if we get battered by Ipswich. I might be. Quite annoyed next podcast. Well, to be we'll fair, a couple of podcasts ago, we were we said it, it's on that te- it's on that really weird slide at the minute where it could go either way. Yeah, with it because I think sometimes he does get his tactic completely wrong, and you like going, "Why you done that?" Like people question why he took brought Brown on for Lang. Lang was blowing; he was gone. Mm. He'd done so much running in that game, but you're also looking at. If you look at our team, the one place where we need the biggest support is the back. Yes. Because there's just nothing there. Yes. It's very obvious. As a centre-back, Darren Moore should know this. Get someone who can organise that defence, sort it out. Yeah. Go in yourself, Darren. Knock them out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> this is a bit of a sidestep of a story, not a transfer, but this is a headline from the start. Quote, victory for fans as the future of Hillsborough secured with a new protective status. Quote, following an application and lobbying by Sheffield Wednesday Supporters Trust, Sheffield Wednesday City Council have designated Hillsborough as an asset of community value, a move designed to protect it against any future change of use or indeed demolition. The stadium, which has been to home to Wednesday since 1899, is now owned by a third-party company owned by club chairman Deshvon Chansiri after it was bought from the club as part of an accounting manoeuvre in 2019. A loan was secured against the stadium in 2020. I love the way they worded that. Accounting manoeuvre. Accounting manoeuvre, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Right, this is good. Yeah, it is. This is really good, and I want to specifically say, like, I we always said that he can't. He's got to sell the stadium with the club. Look at Derby right now. He's now got to sell it with the club. He yeah, look, he can't do it. He can't do anything to it. Yeah, Derby are not in that situation. No, Derby are facing liquidation because you buy Derby at the minute. You don't own much. No, you don't. You don't even necessarily have their stadium. And there's a chance. You're not going to get the stadium. I think, I think it was today they just lost another player who'd just gone to Chelsea. And a lot of their players were only on short-term contracts. You look at what's happened with this. this, this is, we spoke about this in February last year. It's taken a year to get it through to everything. Yeah. We, I remember when we first did it and we said this is a good decision. This means whatever happened, Chan Siri had to sell with everything. Yep. You can't go, oh, I'll sell you the club, but I'm going to keep this and do what I want with it. No, everything's got to go. And it also means you've got that kind of thing. Somebody does come in and go, right, I want to do more with the stadium. They've got the opportunity to do so now and spend money on it because it's got to be there. Yes. 
for for I think it's six years or something, isn't it, or something yeah. like that, or four. It's four to six. It's one of those. Um, but it's protected for a little while, which means Chancery sells. It's it's like list of buildings, isn't it? You can't yeah. you can't you can only do certain things with it. People can he can own it, but he can't change its use, which means he can't then decide that he's going to put a factory there or do anything. For some like reason, that. I've can't. got a, I've got like I mean, to be Monopoly. Honest, to be honest, nobody in their right mind for their safety would mess with the... Cl- I don't say, like, you know, I wouldn't endorse it or anything, but let's be honest, common sense. You remove something historic, there's going to be a lot of angry people that follow you for the rest of yeah. your life, you know. Very much so. So I don't think I don't think we were ever in... I don't think Chancery would have held on or changed anything it, anyway, to be fair. I, I kind of believe him when he's always said, whenever I sold the, sell the club, the stadium go with it, because why would I want the stadium? Yeah. Because you can't build on it because it's over the water. Mm. It would be difficult to relocate when the as it stands anyway. Yeah. And what annoyed me the other day, actually, and it's something that bugbear me because I saw it on Google the other day. Because when you go, when you type went into Google, our old badge pops up, right? Yes, it does. Got my head in. Might help if the club actually took it off the sodding mega store. Because it's the old badge on the Megathor still. Is it? Yes. <laughs> the oh, well, branding you, is so confusing. Do you, mean, do you mean on the website? No, on the actual Megathor. Oh, yeah, no, on the it, actual Megathor. Yeah, no, no. But that, that's not old, a thing. Oh. That's, mate, that's not a thing, though. Of course, yeah. I thought you meant on the website. The website, no, they're not, not updated no. like the icons. No, of course they have, mate. Have you, have you not seen the ground? Yeah, you, but every, you, every different, yeah, every ha, different ha. shade of blue, blue is different. <laughs> but... Surely, if you're changing the logo and you're putting it bang flap on the cop, surely you think, oh, I'll get a little one made to go over that as well. Because they thought about it when they changed it on the, the big one. You know what I mean? We've got no money to spend, Jake. I'm pretty sure someone with a 3D printer could just knock one out and give them to it. They could do one, put now, it sir. Shut up. But no, this is a good, <laughs> this is a good thing uh, that they are protected. No, it is a very good thing. We uh, don't have to worry like that, but Derby are in trouble. And we did say yeah. it was coming. We did say yeah. it was coming. That's it for the news this week. We had the John Sheridan thing as a as a as an additional bit there, but um, we don't need to. Talk you mean about the John Sheridan much. bit that just made you go, "Oh God, what this?" Yeah, it's because it was the story we put it in at the last minute, and I didn't edit over it. And if I don't edit over it, my eyes go, "Why? Where am I picking this from?" Because I don't know where. Because because this story's got three different articles in it and I ain't dealing with that right now. So yeah. there we go. Um we'll go to our community, shall we? Yes. So Worko writes into the Discord and says, Do we have the same pull factor for players that is being suggested suggested even in all the media talk? Us being the quote colossal club in League One, end quote, or is that is that talk a mind game tactic by opposition managers? Etc. to get into our players' heads. So we did look at the wages earlier, just to yep. sort of like say that as well. Technically, yes, we are one of those, quote, colossal clubs, but there is a bit of trying to let their teams off of it a little bit because we've not been playing like a colossal club, have we? The pressure's no. on us whenever we go anywhere to perform. We, we are everyone cup final. I hate saying that because it sounds disrespectful, but it is. The case we with are a, with, a promo- with a with a with a with a relegated side with Barry Bannon in the side, right? Yeah. So if Wednesday do not get a result, it is bad for Wednesday. It is not yeah. bad for the other club. Nothing is bad for the other. If the club, if they lose to us, they can just turn around and use the argument of well, Wednesday have got the best 
best think squad we don't, in the league. I think we don't have that kind of... Because of what's happened in the couple of seasons and the whole thing with Chancery not paying players, we haven't been like a great club to go, hey, come play for us. We want you to come play due to the name because of off-field situation. I think you've got that. Back when we were in League One, when it was Megson and then Dave Jones, there was still that kind of, you're still a big club. We can still do it. You're still part of the footballing history. And I think yeah. we're slowly dropping out of that because, what is it? It's now three relegations now, League One-ish, in theory, because we went down in, no, second. In my lifetime, third? Yeah. Yeah. So when you start having that kind of bounce where you can't stay in the championship for a while, I think you get seen as that kind of, can we do this? And especially with all the off-field stuff that's been happening. I disagree in that because we were a championship side. Our last promotion, we did a decade. Oh right? yeah, we did. And it was more like, are we going to become a Premier League side? It was actually shocking to see how fast we fell. And it was because of FFP. And we won't be the last club to fall prey to it. But knowing our luck, they will scrap it. Yes. And we'll be the ones that have had to suffer it. But they will scrap it because so many clubs are getting into trouble with it. So many clubs are getting into trouble. And so many clubs don't understand it because it keeps changing. I don't want Derby to go bust, right? No, I don't. But I am against them altering the rules for them. I think there's a lot of Wednesday fans who are looking at what's going on with Darwin. Oh, where was the big uproar when we nearly went bust? Where was the entire stuff when we had The it? only reason it, I don't want them to let it go, go because it sets a precedent for any club going, well, where's our bailout package? Yeah. You've where was, where, you've where was our bailout package? No. Why did we have to follow the rules? Because the why thing did, is... Why did Barry, the, why did it Macclefields... Is never, it, yeah, it is never the fans' fault, right? No. Ever. It wasn't our fault. We went down at, Dar at, at our expense was at Derby's gain last season, right? Staying up. But Mel Morris knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he blatantly knew what he was doing. Uh, we did something minor in comparison and got shafted for it. And now we're in League One. Well, also remember Mel Morris is the person who invented Candy Crush with his company. Now, you know who Candy Crush is now owned by, right? Xbox. Microsoft. Yes. Yeah. So it'll have, there'll have been some sort, there's got to have been some sort of thing if we ever get taken over the money there kind of mm. thing as a company. So it, the thing is, it, this whole thing where people are going, he's he not getting, he's got, he's still got a fair bit of money. The problem is he's just had enough. Yeah. He couldn't shift them. He's, he's sick of FFP. And, but the thing is, I get really annoyed. So is Chancery though. That's why he's out. That's yeah. why he's looking to sell because he's sick of the, he's sick of FFP. You know, he wanted to actually spend and get this club to the heights. The annoying thing is, and I'm saying this, one, one thing has stopped us being a Premier League, either yo-yo club or an established Premier League club. Go. You know what it is? FFP. It's FFP, but it's also, it's one kick of a football. It's literally one kick of a football, Mo Diame. Yeah. That's what gets me, right? Because it's that one bloody thing that if that roll of the dice had worked yeah. with the financial stability that had come into it, the money and the situation Wednesday were in. Also, the club Wednesday. to blame for all the FFP, QPR. That season, they went up 
They had a bigger wave bullet that bullet uh, wage budget than Borussia Dortmund. Look at Wolves. Wolves spent so much money. Villa. So much money, but they gamble paid off and they went up. Well, look at well look at Villa. Villa are actually the third richest club in the Premiership. Yeah. Which people don't think of. And we could have... It, it, that whole situation with FFP, because it had been shown you don't have to spend a fortune to go up. It had been done. But at the same time, it's very rare you get that team that does. Mm. Look at Fulham this year in the Championship. How many times did they put six or seven pass on one this season? Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like they might as well make a league them and Norwich, you know. Yeah. Um. Oh, I've just seen uh, Wednesday promoting the Sherlock's new album. Can I just say where was uh, I released an EP? I'm a Wednesday fan. Where was my my promotion? Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, next topic. Thanks, Worko. <laughs> Who is Sheffield Wednesday's most famous fan? Was written into us. I know Michael Vaughan's a massive Wednesday. Some of the monkeys are, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Is Def Leppard's guitarist. Yeah. Um, He's Attenborough. Did you say it's Attenborough? Yeah. Not Attenborough, other one. What do you mean, other one? Not David Attenborough. I'm thinking... The co- what? Hang on. I honestly don't know where you can be going with this. I'm really bad today with my memory. Oh. <sighs> Jarvis Cocker is. Yes. Um. For me, in terms of, it's probably Rick Savage, Def Leppard. Yeah. Because Def Leppard, massive. It's always funny listening to Joe Elliott as well, because he's always trying to put a ribbon on the whole Wednesday United thing <laughs> on the radio. It's really funny. Yeah. Oh, would you say cur- Would you say currently probably Harry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Vardy? Uh, yeah, Jamie Vardy. But if you, go, if you go outside of football, I mean, Jermaine Jackson did, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. That mm. was strange. Yeah, I can't really remember too many more. Let us uh, know in the comments if you know of any that we've, that we've was not a, mentioned. That was a strange one when they turned around and said that. Yeah. We'll do a little bit more on uh, this one in the future, but yeah. uh, also Gary written Cahill. to us. Gary, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're still frozen, by the way, Jake. I've been enjoying you gurning at me for the past 10 minutes. Yes. You can still hear me. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Reverend the Makers League thing, John McKeown. Yeah, but he's only he's only really famous. Go on, I'm going to get for it. I I feel like he's one of those Careful. ones. Who's, I think he's one of those ones where people from Sheffield know he is, but he's saying to someone else they might not. Oh, mm. radio, radio, radio head guitarist is Johnny Greenwood. I see. There's a uh, fair few. Yeah, yeah, I'm There's really frozen. Few. You are really frozen. Um, this was also thank you for using the emails, guys, for writing these in. But this one comes. Um, but I would say the anonymous emails we get, please start saying you do, who you are. You do realise we've missed the big one. What? David Gu- Gerardo, Guy Sport presenter. When we were he's on only, that se- 
He only supports us when there's a chance we can get to the Premier League, let's be honest. Other than that, that's the only time he tweets about us. Weezer's Lee Singer is a Wednesday fan. I see. We can stop this topic now. Let us know in the comments. I want to go and get my dinner, Jake. Sorry. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> there's, a, there's another topic. Right, so... As the transfer deadline comes closer, is there anything that you are still hoping for slash wanting to see? If the club wasn't still under restrictions, who would be an ideal signing? Um, We're going to probably do a bit of one on this because next week... It's deadline day. It is deadline day on the day of the podcast recording as well. So... I I don't even want to start with going a fit player because that just... We want them all to be fit. There was a lot of players we missed out on in the summer we put in thingy. An experienced so, centre-back for me, someone like Flint. Yeah. We're, we're, but apparently we're back into the Cheltenham centre-back that we were looking at signing in the summer as well. Okay, as long as we don't hurt him. Um, <laughs> I would have liked... I, I don't know liked, where this is going now. I'm running on fumes. I would have liked to see you go for someone like a Will Grigg kind of thing, just to see that kind of League One experience. Because I think when we were looking at players, we were so... It was so hard for us to try and get anybody. When you think about who we could sign with cash, you never know what that would have been looked like because from everything we've seen, Darren Moore's had full control with it. Now, is that because Darren Moore's had no cash to spend or Darren Moore's been allowed to? Because you don't know if, if the cash to spend does does Chancery go down that model that he'd done previous years? Yeah. I does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. I If if I'm just answering blatantly in the question there, though, mate, it is just, you know, who are we still wanting to see? It is that experienced centre-back for yeah. me on my side. That would be my ideal signing. We need experience because Dunkley's keeps getting injured. And it's, I it's liked an experienced centre-back and I would like those to go and got a permanent goalkeeper replacement. That's ours. We do we need, I don't we, think that I don't think that's going to happen, Nate. No, but we all we it with always running that risk if they suddenly have a bad injury, he's gone. They and can't. Then do, if he's on a, cool. if if he's on a cool, if he's, on a, if he's on a season long deal and he passes Bio January, Theo was on a season long deal. They recalled him in January, Jake. No, but I think I think he Jake, got a week. Jake. I know, no, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but a lot of these recall things have all got different clauses in due if to the If you are on a season long deal, what usually happens, unless they are on like rolling deals, and I could, I, I might be wrong. Yes, you might. There might be COVID clauses in there, but season long deals usually mean normally you, you can you only get to be January, recalled yeah. in January because yes. that's a review of the loan when you can send people back in. There's in there. I very much doubt he could be recalled at any time. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm probably going to be wrong now. Washington get recalled in March, but yeah, I I don't think that's going to happen. The, the I would just love to, love to see us get a goalkeeping which we could then build with because that next season we're going to be bringing Dawson back. Wildmith might not be there. You've got the two young lads. Are we going with Dawson Mate, next the, season? It's, yes, of course we are. It's the plan. It's the plan. Unless yeah. we go up and then we sign a new keeper, we sign a veteran keeper, in my opinion. Yeah. If we're in League One, Dawson comes back in, doesn't he? He's number one. Yeah. Makes the most sense. 
It's been weird not seeing you because I can't judge you. I don't like this. I don't like you being frozen. This is two Zoom podcasts for me. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But uh, that is it for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. You got anything to add, Jake? Um, oh, he's back. I am back. And Did you just turn it off and turn it on again and only just think to do yeah, that? Yeah, and you'd also not done the net match stats. I've not. God's sake, I want my dinner. Same. <laughs> No, we're not saying the podcast is a chore, of course we're not saying that. I'd be no. facetious. It's been a long day. We love talking to you all. We love doing the podcast. It's just, you know, when Monday, you're having one of them. Monday, the time we record it, it's always going to be a long day. <laughs> it is. Um, Sheffield Wednesday versus Ipswich Town next. They are ninth in League One. Big one this one. 38 points, Ipswich. We are playing them at Hillsborough. Their away record is 14 points as opposed to the 24 points they've been getting at home. So they're not yeah. as good on the road. They did win last time out against Accrington Stanley. That was at home for them. They've got a um, a goal difference of eight, though, so they can score goals at switch. This is a you big already, test for me. You already know what the chance are going to be at Bailey, though, don't you? He's behind you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I named the podcast He's Behind You. I know you did. It wasn't very kind, really, was it? But, but it was. We've got to get something from this one. I think this game and possibly the next two games is where we're going to see make or break for us if we're going to be going for it or we're just going to be mid-table this season. Yep, I agree. We'll, uh, we'll recap that on the next podcast and we will know if Wednesday you're bringing anyone through the door. There's a chance that I say we are not doing it and we do a live podcast next week. There's a chance, yeah, depending think- on how Monday looks. If it looks like we're bringing a few players in, I might say, hey, Jake, we're going to put a pin in this and just go live for 45 minutes or something well on Tuesday. We are well known for doing it as well. So. Yeah, if it's... Uh, yeah, we might we might do that. We've uh, let all our live subscriptions oh, oh, lapse, so oh. the quality wouldn't be great. <laughs> it's, all, it's all pending. So, we'll But if it happens. doesn't... But audio listeners, because you get this at midday in the audio feeds, if it doesn't drop midday, that's what's happening. So make sure yeah. you tune to YouTube and we will upload it. You'd possibly get it the night or you'd get it Wednesday morning, uh, Wednesday yeah. afternoon. It would drop an audio feed. So if you're audio listener, do not panic. That just might be us making sure we can be as current as possible with the uh, Wednesday transfer news. But that's it for me, Jay. Anything to add this week? No, just have a good one and stay safe. Stay safe. Um, you go eat your tea, guys. I don't care if it's you're in your car and it's ten o'clock in the morning or whatever. Just pull over. <laughs> you go know and eat. some bloke who's listened to like in Australia. So like, well, it's morning, but okay, I'll go have my tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the Philippines that where we've apparently got a lot of listeners for some reason <laughs> in the Philippines. Take care, guys. Uh, we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.